I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by Consulta MD. Na-experience mo na ba yung randomly parang ang sama ng pakiramdam mo at 3am? Hassle, di ba? Tapos magsa-search ka sa internet kung ano ba talaga yung karamdaman mo. Now, you don't have to worry about that because meron ng Consulta MD. Consulta MD is a telemedicine app that allows you to have 24/7 unlimited access to licensed doctors, no appointment needed. You can consult a doctor via voice or video call anytime and as often as you want. Sa panahon ngayon, our health should really be our top priority. Kaya thank you so much to Consulta MD for sponsoring this week's episode. Download the Consulta MD app now on Google Play or on the App Store. Make sure to check out facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast, twitter.com slash wrestling 2 xpod or instagram.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast to find out how you can win free Consulta MD vouchers. Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zayn. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. and Romoran, the original crew at your service for this week. So let's get it out there again. Uh, Chino is out of commission for the next couple of weeks, but he'll be back very, very soon. In the meantime, we've got a special guest that we'd like to welcome back on the podcast. I think the last time we had him on was a good six years ago. Sobrang dami nang nangyari since then. So, babyface producer Nikai, let's bring on one of the original heels of Philippine reality TV from the same PBB Teens batch that brought you the likes of Kim Chu and Gerald Anderson. I think Matt Evans is in that batch as yeah, well. Yeah, he was. Uh... Mikey Lee, also part of that batch. And of course, our good friend tonight's guest, the one and only Waki Mendoza. What's up, brother? Yo, I, there he is. I love it when you give that introduction. Like honestly, <laughs> huh? Like you, you were mentioning about that part of my life. Part of me is a bit embarrassed for like obvious reasons. But when you guys build it up the way you do, for some reason, it feels something that you know I, I'm proud of that. Like, 
Yan. Ang ganda nung pagkaka-build up nyo. Diba? Acknowledge Siyempre, me. badge of honor yan. Acknowledge yes, me. Yes, we are acknowledging you. Acknowledge. We are acknowledging you. Ako, I, I'm a huge reality TV fan. Si Chino also a reality TV fan. So, I, I always pop for the reality TV people in my circles. And you being one of them, and also being a wrestling fan, and our friend from the community, malamang we're gonna put you over. Oh, I'm actually stan. Like, uh, I don't know if a lot of, I think some of the guys here also know you are a big fan of Survivor. So, uh, yes, outside uh, professional wrestling, which is what we're here for now. Yeah, we are uh, part of some survivor groups also. So yeah, I see that. I see how you're a big fan of reality TV. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for joining us, Waki. I'm really happy na as soon as nag-message kami, Uy, wala si Chino. Do you want to be a guest uh, host for this week? You're like, yes, let's do it. No hesitations. <laughs> No. And uh, you could also before oh. before before China left. I mean, before China uh, went on break, uh, I was already telling Waki, "Oh, you guest to because uh, you or you're always watching. You're always watching the stream every week, every Thursday, and you uh, have a lot to say. Then sometimes, or you know, a good number, a good part of the time. So, we miss you on the podcast. No, I mean it's really really good to be back. The last time I was here, we sort of talked a little bit about my fandom. So this time, I'm actually going to be participating in terms yes. of the predictions and getting to share my uh, point of view also as a fan. So normally, pag oras, yung mga 6 to 8 o'clock, 6 to 9 p.m. window, honestly, I am asleep. That's how my body clocks adjusted since the quarantine, except for Thursdays. For Thursdays, uh, <laughs> I may get a point to uh, be awake for the podcast. Because I mentioned this earlier, sometimes this is the most wrestling that I consume in a week. Everyone is very, very busy. Naman. And honestly, I don't know how you guys get to consume all of the content that you talk about <laughs> on the show and still uh, go on with your day jobs. I don't know how. But uh, guys, uh, for fans like me that, again, I mean, relative to the rest of the community, feeling ko nga nasa lower tier pa ako when it comes to like the obsession and the fandom. Eh. So for that part of the fan base that probably can't consume that much, the show is perfect. And I don't know if I ever had the chance to thank you. And I'm thanking you guys on behalf of the community. Really, I really wish that uh, a lot more people tuned in. And I shared the stream on my pages. I shared the stream on my Viber groups. Like, this podcast is heaven sent. I am not kidding. And to see me, like, in the podcast <laughs> that I follow weekly, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I mean... I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate you Thank acknowledging you. us you. like this and uh, spreading it to your friends, syempre. Um, For our listeners and viewers uh, who may not know this, one of the reasons why we had Senator Bama Kino on the podcast last year is because Waki actually put us over with a good senator. So they're part of the same wrestling circle. So there, there's a little bit of background. So when he says yung Viber group, that is the Viber group with Bama Kino in it. Yeah, we call ourselves <laughs> the talking. Four Horsemen. Yeah, we're the yes. Four Horsemen, basically. Because it's four of us there. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. no. I was just going to say, I was just going to say really quickly that the only reason why I'm able to watch as much content of wrestling again is because we're working from home and I don't have to deal with traffic. I don't have to deal with the time I waste in traffic. So, I'm not going to be here. Yeah, wrestling has become 
parang radio like like di ba yung stereotypical office merong radio in the background so for me wrestling is just there in the background so like i know what's happening and updated ako i may not notice na parang oh Xavier Woods tried this new hold this week but i know na new day and RK bro are feuding you know what i mean so we do what we can syempre uh, we're not spring chickens that end we're all in our 30s we're all trying to have successful professional career so let's not put us over too much and say you know we obsess over every single detail we watch what we can well honestly like again from coming from fans perspective uh listeners perspective if you didn't give that part away i wouldn't know like it really just sounds like <laughs> you guys consume every last of those what eight nine hours if you count AEW pa. <laughs> so yeah dude i mean i yeah three hours for raw two hours for smackdown two hours for dynamite that's seven another two hours for nxt that's nine ten hours for nxt uk tas pag may pay-per-view pa that's 13 or 14 oh my god dalawang promotions watch... yan, 17 can't believe i watch all of that wrestling <laughs> jesus even with the <laughs> pandemic like i've caught up with a lot of the content i've missed out on like for example i just recently caught on with most of 2020 double or nothing aew i've been watching it in small fragments i cannot finish the entire thing in a day so even with the pandemic sure i've consumed a little bit more than what I'm used to, but at the end of the day, it's still not enough time. Because I think a lot of guys can relate also. For some of us, work from home actually meant a little bit busier in terms of the schedule. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to invalidate anybody's work from home experiences. Yep. I'll just say that I get to do what I do. And I, I'm uh, maybe I can speak for Ro here. Now, swear to me, he has a little bit of flexibility on his hands. Now he can even keep producing content for TikTok. Uh, sometimes I don't even have time for TikTok, so I'll give that to Ro. Mas naging territory I don't over even the last, have uh, Couple of months. <laughs> I don't even. It's have fun. It, uh, I, I, I will admit it's pretty fun. Actually, na when we get back to normal and when we have to go back to the office again, because I don't know if I'm gonna have as much time again for all of this content we're creating for all of you guys. So, um, pray na lang for us if you are. No, we'll, we'll worry about that when that happens. Because with uh, at the rate we're going in terms of vaccinations, pa mga twenty twenty four pa tayo magiging normal. So, matagal yeah, I mean, tagal pa tayo. I guess, I guess. Pero at this point, na rin, we are also at a point where you've gotten vaccinated. I don't know kung nabakso na ako na kana waki. Pero ako malapit na ako And if we if we are close to getting fully vaccinated, then we're probably that close to getting back to normal. I'm one of two, uh, as of speaking. I don't think it's ever going back to normal. I mean, the pandemic is going <laughs> to go away one way or another. But the work-from-home setup, I honestly think this is going to be here to stay. Okay, yeah, hey. I agree, I agree. If, if it's here to stay, uh, there's some good and some bad with it. You know who else is here to stay? Samoa Joe! Samoa Joe is back on NXT, and I'm really happy that we get to talk about Samoa Joe again in this way. Uh, people have been speculating that they've been seeing him hanging around the Performance Center, and then the take uh, the NXT right after Takeover. True enough, he comes back as William Regal's enforcer. So, initial thoughts, guys. Let's start with Waki. What do you think about Joe's new role? Well, it's good to see him back. Uh, first and foremost, he was released the day after WrestleMania, uh, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, so even uh, before this latest batch of releases, sila Braun, sila Alistair Black, uh, I think everyone was really taken aback uh, by Samoa Joe. Actually, 
between Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman, who was another one of the big surprises, I would say Samoa Joe is uh, still the bigger surprise that uh, they let go, considering also that he also does commentary, so he had a wider skill set altogether. Ang weird lang nung role niya ngayon na I think he's like enforcer to William Regal, something like that. So yeah. he was offered the general manager role, and then he turned it down for some reason, and now he's like enforcer, who sort of had this 2003 Austin stipulation that you can't touch somebody unless you touch me first. But I mean, as Rose's uh, background uh, shows now, that was tested pretty quickly. Yeah, Ro, what do you think? All right, uh, before that, uh, Lance, don't worry about Chino. He just needed to take this week and next week off. So he'll be back. Don't worry about it. He'll be back soon enough. That was anyway. Uh, it's <laughs> good, it's good <laughs> you mentioned. Budget No, it's good that you mentioned yung weird role niya, his weird Austin sheriff like role. Because I think rumors because before have stated that to Joe wanted to wrestle again. He didn't want to be a commentator, he didn't want to sit on the sidelines. I don't know non-wrestler. He still wanted to wrestle. He thought that his body could still hold up. And uh the reason for his release was, or you know, a suspected reason for his release is that they wouldn't give that role to him. I know uh clear for the ring. So for this role, um, rumors have said that. Triple H immediately jumped on Samoa Joe when he found out that Joe was being fired for the first time after WrestleMania. So you could from there palang tita mo na na okay parang dalawang different companies yung pagka yung galawan nila dito sa WWE. May WWE main, tapos may NXT, tapos parang iba talaga sila, magkaiba talaga sila from each other. And uh, the reason I believe, or this is my speculation na lang, the reason why he is an enforcer is because they don't want him to be a GM in case he gets cleared for the ring. Because at least uh, with this role, he can be physical with the other wrestlers. And if the time comes for him to come back to the ring as a wrestler, transition. He doesn't have to, you know, jump through hoops. If he were uh, a GM, parang clear mo pa siya legally in kayfabe, diba? Pag, uh, GM pa siya. So. Yeah, I think it's really just a matter of you know uh, being a gray area for a potential wrestling role if, when if or when he is cleared. For me, maganda rin yung ginawa nila na they put Samoa Joe in this spot because everybody loves Samoa Joe in the wrestling community. But Waki, you said mismo na yung reaction mo when Samoa Joe got released, it really says a lot about yung level of respect that Samoa Joe has gained from the fans. So the fact that they bring in Samoa Joe as a returning hero and as the enforcer to another beloved figure in William Regal, it really ups his stock as another big star na bumalik sa NXT. And that's only gonna bring good things for NXT. Diba? When Finn Balor came back, it really made NXT must-watch. And now that Samoa Joe is back, even though he's not a full-time wrestler right now, it makes NXT must-watch given this story. So it's, it's good all around, and I can't believe now we had to wait this long for it to happen. So I'm glad. I'm glad that we're getting Samoa Joe back. Any, any other thoughts on Joe before we go to break? Well, he's one of the... I'm Of course, I'm hoping he gets cleared. Daniel Bryan got cleared. Edge got cleared. So yeah, I'm hoping... Of course, we're all rooting for him to be cleared. But wishful thinking here, he's one of the last few people that can be a credible threat to carry on cross. After what he did last takeover, there's not a lot of guys that can believably take on carry on cross. So... 
I'm hoping that uh, yun nga, he gets cleared soon kasi that's money waiting to happen. And isa pang reason na feeling ko, kinuha din siya ng uh, WWE agad. I think any of the other promotions would have jumped at the chance to get him. So, naman. yeah, parang feeling ko preemptive din yun na, nope, we're not giving him to you. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, maas nga Triple H na makiklear siya. Sana, right. sana. And WWE is gonna WWE, diba? Uh They're still gonna try to get the big stars under their roster just so the other companies won't. So I, I want to address your comment, ni Bruce, dito sa Facebook. No? He, he says that, uh, in his opinion, uh, he feels that the extra role ni Joe sa NXT right now feels saturated and unnecessary. I think it's absolutely necessary. Because we mentioned that he isn't technically cleared to wrestle yet for one reason or another, but you still need the star power that he brings to the show. Diba? So, wala ka nang magagawa dun. Hindi pa siya pwede maging wrestler. Eh. So, hindi rin siya magiging GM. So, it's one way to have Samoa Joe here on the brand. And uh, on that note, I actually wish that more former NXT stars would come back like Joe and Finn Balor did. Because it's NXT. You know, if people switched between Raw and SmackDown because of the draft, because of the superstar shakeup, more people then should be coming back to NXT. Yeah, it keeps all three brands fresh, right? So, okay, uh, we're going to be talking about TakeOver In Your House 2021. We'll review that really quickly in a bit. But first, we got to take a quick break and let you know about one of the offers that you can take advantage of just because you're a listener and viewer of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And this is from our friends over at Zalora. All right, guys. You know how it was my birthday uh, a couple of weeks ago and I ordered some shoes from Zalora. This week. And I could not have done it without using our special Zalora code that gave me 25% off and 10% cashback on the site. All I had to do was use the checkout code WRESTLING. Again, that's wrestling. I don't have to spell that for you. It's right there on our logo. And you can do the same. You can get the same thing from brands like Nike, Adidas, H&M, and you know, get that same discount. So all you got to do is support us on the podcast and use that checkout code WRESTLING. All right, now let's take a break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Sabi nga nila, di ba? Health is wealth. At lalo na ngayon, dapat talaga top priority natin ang health. Buti na lang may Consulta MD. It's a telemedicine app that allows you to have 24-7 unlimited access to licensed doctors, no appointment needed. Basta meron kang local Philippine number, pwede kang kumonsulta sa doktor via voice or video call anytime as often as you want. For as low as 60 pesos a month, you can enjoy unlimited voice consult, one video consult, access to e-prescription, e-laboratory requests, e-medical certificate, general health information, proper medication, and even support for mental health for the whole month. Meron din silang ibang monthly plans from 99 to 150 pesos and some annual plans from 499 pesos to 999 pesos. Pwede mo pa nga i-share with your partner, your friends, or your family. Download the Consulta MD app now on Google Play or on the App Store. Make sure to check the official Wrestling Wrestling Podcast pages and feeds to find out how you can win free Consulta MD vouchers. Let's get to some shoutouts over on Kumu. All right. See, Admin Angelo is sending us halo. Halo, maraming salamat, Admin Angelo. K9 Thought is sending us hearts. Thank you, K9 Thought. K9 Thought. <laughs> Very clever. I see what you did there. 
Abby says, I watch Raw. I meaning me, not her. Uh, because uh, So that you guys don't have to. Because Raw is generally a terrible show. So he thanks me for watching Raw. Um, that is one of the benefits you can get from being a Patreon subscriber. Which we will get into later. No? I, I watch and review the shows so that you don't have to. In case uh, you don't feel like spending an hour or two hours on some of the worst wrestling shows ever produced. Kyle wants to talk about LA Knight, which we will get to in a bit. Kyle, thank you, Kyle, for sending us Halo Halo as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. Dangerous says uh, he's sending us some laughing emoji. So thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Okay, let's talk about TakeOver In Your House 2021. As a whole, ako, I didn't feel like it really changed NXT. And normally, kasi, hindi ko alam kung dahil sinanay na tayo ng NXT over the years, but every time a TakeOver happens, parang may big shakeup, may status quo changing event. And itong TakeOver na to was not that. It was just, okay, a TakeOver happened, and then let's move on. Alam mo yun? Like, I would have wanted the Samoa Joe thing to happen at TakeOver sana. Yeah, uh, I felt like this takeover was contractually obligated. Okay, we need a takeover here, but you know we don't actually have anything big planned. What happened on this week's episode of NXT felt way bigger than the takeover that just happened. So I just want to really quick pivot to what Ari said in the comments. With the Samojo thing, they he feels like they were playing those who leaked the big news. I think it was really what this it was planned to do. with Joe. And we gotta trust the dirt sites, the dirt sheets, if you will, that have leaked this information. Cause some of the time they will get it right. Yeah. Uh Igawaki, uh your thoughts heading into takeover. Yeah, I got to see the entire takeover. I would have thought night was one of those things that it's too close to uh, WrestleMania for it to shake up too dramatically uh, at this point. Has there been a takeover since uh, WrestleMania? Yeah, yung stand and deliver. No, 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 that was the last WrestleMania. one. No, no, no. That was the last one. That was the last one. This is the first takeover after that. Right, uh, right. So I think it's more of that. It's too recent from the uh, stand and deliver uh, version of takeover so in my head there were a lot even you guys talked about this last week also (laughs) you felt like a lot of these uh current champions it might have been too soon for guys like msk and sila bronson reed to uh lose their belts which i agree at the same time it did give us a lot of new uh creative match formats like for example the winner take all three on three i really appreciated yeah. that match uh the mm. teamwork and the sequences that they uh put up there i mean they made sense logically it still looked like a fight but at the same time uh the way their moves uh rolled together and this is three on three not your traditional tag team match uh it was very clean it was very i mean for some again for someone that doesn't consume wrestling as much for this to be the first thing that uh i see after a few weeks lay off of course i mean i got into the mood right away and I- i'm a fan of legado de fantasma because it has a joaquin and a mendoza in the hey, same stable. Yeah. Wasn't this here's the funny booking that I don't get though? Like, uh, wasn't Escobar cruiserweight champion heading out of uh yes. Sand and Deliver? For like a year. And then Koshida beat him uh 
the day after, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, so. so this time is challenging for the North American belt ni Bronson Reed. Right? Tama, yes, no? yes. Got it, got it. All right, sige. But that was a fun match. That was one of my uh, favorite matches from the night. I think yeah, yung, yung takeover yeah, nato as a whole, it really just tried to reestablish that these are the champions. They're all big deals. Like that's the reason why no championships really change hands. Like for me, yung pinaka tumatak na sa akin was, uh, syempre yung Fatal Five Way. And funnily enough, Everrise versus Hit Row. <laughs> like I, I'm actually strangely really invested in Everrise versus Hit Row. Kaya sobrang throw away lang niya. Chapang comedy lang siya talaga. Uh, so uh, that also probably speaks to the fact that nothing really changed dito sa takeover na to. Ikaw, Ro. Ayun niya, sinabi ko kanina, it felt like it was a contractually obligated takeover. And okay, gotta do this. And we are doing this show to build up to what's gonna happen on this week's episode of NXT, which is Samojo taking over as the enforcer in William Regal. So it was okay. Uh, I can't really say anything bad about it, but I also didn't think it was mind-blowing. So good matches, uh, for those who like good wrestling, definitely a show to watch. But also strangely skippable. So I don't know if you guys felt the same way about it. Yeah, let us know in the comments. Because uh, you know, we also want to get what you think. Waki, I'm not going to dunk on you or whatever. But let, we're, we're not trying to gatekeep here on the podcast. Like, uh, you can be really obsessive and watch as yeah. much wrestling as Ro and I put ourselves through. But you can also be a Waki Mendoza and still be part of the community. Like, that's totally fine. I'm, I'm not going to dunk on you for saying that, you know, you don't watch enough wrestling, blah, 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 or whatever. Let's get to this question from Joseph who asks, are you guys entertained with the LA Knight and Cameron Grimes rivalry? My answer is yes. Like the Cameron Grimes face turn was pretty effective now that they made LA Knight hit Ted DiBiase. Ito, uh, sabihin ko, I'm entertained by it now after TakeOver because they did the whole face turn thing. They did the whole uh, LA Knight turning on Ted DiBiase thing after TakeOver. So yun nga talaga, it really brings home the point that, okay, all these better things happened on NXT after TakeOver. Ikawaki, are you being entertained by Knight versus Grimes? Well, I caught up with a rivalry and it was basically them like outdoing each other in terms of how rich and how flashy they were. Right? <laughs> so that part was that part was kind of funny. Like it didn't make sense to me. But I first saw these guys no uh, stand and deliver or maybe the takeover before that. But specific to this rivalry, uh, nga, parang both characters were relatively new to me. I know LA Knight supposedly has uh, a pretty solid uh, background prior to joining uh, NXT. Pa. So, I mean, I had my eye on him heading into the uh, event. I was more surprised that the Million Dollar Championship was actually up for grabs. So, again, coming from the perspective of someone that doesn't uh, follow regularly, nga, no? Parang to see the Million Dollar Championship uh, contested in a takeover show, yun nga eh, parang it got me uh, interested in the whole program. So yeah, I had to rewatch uh, how they got to that point and who these guys are. And yeah, uh, Million Dollar Man being part of the group program, I mean, I think also goes to show how much whoever booking is NXT cares about the product uh, to actually bring in these legends to uh, help put over these young talent. So I really appreciate that uh, part of the program. Sabi ni Joseph na his seven-year-old brother sobrang tuwang-tuwa dun sa rivalry na yun. I mean, I'm not surprised. These are two rich people who are essentially slapping each other. Yeah, it's fun. Kulang na lang magsampalan sila ng gamit nila yung mga pera. Yun, ka- yun, yun sana matatawa talaga ako. May mga uh, babes na kasama si ano, LA Knight, di ba? 
pagandahan sila ng kotse. It was funny. It was pretty funny. Last point on takeover before we get to Monday Night Raw. Let's talk about Tiensha. And Tiensha's Mei Ying finally rose from her throne and choked out Mercedes Martinez. So uh, we still don't know for sure who is under the character of Mei Ying, pero sabi ng dirt sheets, it's Karen Q. Uh, Karen Q is a Chinese American wrestler. Yeah, uh, yeah confirmed. Who's, who's got Karen an indie Q. background? Sh- ah, well, Karen, yeah, okay. I, I didn't know until tonight. So yeah, so Karen Q's actually got a legit indie cred as well. I know she's wrestled in some female promotions in the US and medyo kilala siya nung community heading into the May Young Classic in 2018. So it's nice to know that her knee injury has finally healed and that she can get physical now because I'm curious to see where they're going to take this because in character ni Mei Ying is she's kind of undead or parang may mystical supernatural ek pero meron din connection to Chinese folklore and mythology. So I mean all of the characters involved are Ethnically Chinese, naman, diba? Like Sina Boa and and uh, Zayali are actually from China, so I'd like to think that they're not really gonna make a caricature out of being Chinese. I hope not. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Kim is asking. Kim, our new raw reviewer on Smart Henry, is asking in the comments any thoughts, Natin, on the developments and the pace of the Tiansha storyline. It's okay, but I thought it was weird that they kind of stopped it for a bit after WrestleMania, and then all of a sudden they're back. Kind of way to kind of stop the momentum there, but I guess it's good that they are uh, pushing this. I didn't like the fact that the match Zaya Lee and Mercedes Martinez had was not a squash. I would have preferred put in the squash, but I guess it goes to show that both women are uh, badasses and they're willing to uh, kick each other's ass. Not these are the basta basta pushover. So yeah, good thing. Uh, I just want to see more of that. And yeah, looking forward to where the Mei Ying character is going to go. Ikawaki, since uh, you say that you're not as updated, what did you think of Tian Sha when you first saw them? The, the Mei Ying, uh, she's the one with the white face with the mask, right? She legitimately uh, scared me. white lady. Nila. Yeah, okay. yeah. The entrance uh, legitimately uh, scared me. So, I mean, even the production value of when they come in now, uh, you don't normally those kinds of uh, theatrics were reserved for the WrestleMania main events. But now, uh, even on a reg, not a regular show, but I mean, this is basically a takeover show. And uh, to see the broad value uh, behind that entrance was uh, really amazing stuff. Uh, that being said, uh, as far as the match goes, uh, they really put over the fact that this was a rematch from the May Young Classic uh, a few years yeah. back, right? So. Uh, I think it uh, makes sense that uh, Zaya Lee was uh, fighting from underneath. Because eh, she is trying to uh, avenge a loss. It didn't make sense lang that part in the end, na, uh, what's her name? Mercedes, Mer- Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. Yes, she basically yes. gets beat, uh, grabs a chair, beats up the two other guys, and then yun nga eh, goes on to face Mei Ying, right? So that... Very poor psychology lang na may hawak-hawak ka na chair. Tapos, buti sana kung yung tipong mga mandible claw na buka ka nagsasuffocate. She was literally setting up a choke slam. That's how it looked like. And uh, for her to give out to a move like that, uh, it didn't make sense. I mean, you had a steel chair with you. So I think that was there was a little bit of poor psychology uh, on that part. Unless yun nga eh, unless this choke move is somehow some popular move that she used from her indie days and I'm missing out on the reference. 
But yun nga, otherwise, well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what that was. I mean, I was expect. I knew she eventually threw her to the side eventually. Pero yung setup na parang antagal na uy. Tapos, and she had the chair the whole time. Like she could have whacked her right there. And she had to Actually, be, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, just because someone is choking you doesn't mean you can't whack them with a chair, diba? Buti sana kunyari mandible claw. Like something or like uh what what does break? What does the fiend call it? Mandible claw din ba? Yeah, mandible yeah, claw. Yeah, yeah, I mean that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Na parang you drop what you're uh holding when uh that thing's on you. But that kind of choke parang And again, uh Wala, ka I lang, treat oh. wrestling as a real combat sport. I mean, I take the it's still real to me. A little bit too seriously. So if you ask me if wrestling is scripted or not, I will tell you without batting an eyelash. It's real. So yun nga eh, uh, Having said that and consuming the content from that perspective, that I'm looking at it as a real fight. That final sequence didn't make uh, too much sense. And yun nga eh, Parang she was beat anyway. Uh, if you really wanted to put the main character over, she could have just marched in the ring and uh, rained down and beat up Mercedes. She was she lost anyway, so it doesn't make sense that she recovered some of the shine losing the match prior, only to be taken out by some dumbass fake choke move. I don't know. So naguluhan lang ako don. Right, right. Last uh, point on NXT before we move on to Raw. People in the comments are asking us, uh, who do we think is part of Diamond Mind? So, tanong tani Yuan and ni Kevin. I don't know, guys. I don't have any info on who Diamond on who Diamond or what Diamond Mind is. Surprisingly, walang info or walang rumors that are saying or that are giving away the identity of what it is. So, I guess uh, we will all have to find out next week. Next week, diba? Yeah, or next week. Great- Sebastian. No, next week, next week. Next week, all right. Yeah. Feeling ko, we'll all be disappointed because we're all being set up for this epic reveal kung sino yung diamond mine and it'll just be Tyler Rust because he's a diamond in the rust. Feeling ko, we're being set up for a huge disappointment. That's me. So, oh, yeah. I, I just don't want to think about it anymore. Let me, oh, yeah. Let me be surprised. Uh, there are only very few true surprises in wrestling nowadays. So let's all find out. Tyler Rust, man. <laughs> I didn't even catch this. Oh, yeah. uh, I didn't even catch this. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're a new stable or group or, or whatever. whatever. Uh, whatever my, my is, so we don't know. Nobody really knows what Diamond Mine is supposed to be. Not even the dirt sheets have anything na malilik nila. Kim Antonio is saying maybe it's Kona Reeves. Hell, uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right, let's go to Raw. And let's talk about... Eva Marie. I know you guys have been waiting to talk about this as well because, well, Eva Marie is very polarizing. And she made her triumphant debut on Monday Night Raw this week with Piper Niven in tow. And, okay, uh, ang dami nating thoughts on this. I want to say first na I'm kind of upset na Piper Niven was brought in and yung Raw, they're pretending na we don't know who she is, na NXT UK somehow doesn't exist, na walang kwenta lahat ng appearances ni Piper Niven under WWE for all these years. Parang for me as a fan, it feels like my intelligence is being insulted. On the other hand, I think it's great that they're pairing up Piper Niven with Eva Marie because now people are talking about Piper Niven. This is the most relevant she'll probably ever be. So yeah. it's a great thing for her. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I can't really hate on the troll job because they sure know how to get buzzed. But I agree with you in that. Only because I, you and I are watch a lot of NXT UK. And we know that NXT UK is a really, really good brand. 
So we kind of feel slighted and offended when the main roster pretends that it's not a thing. So sobrang weird nun. I guess you can argue that the, a lot of the main roster fans don't really catch um, NXT UK. Don't really spend an hour of their time every Friday night or every every Thursday watching NXT UK. So I don't know. Uh, I guess you can argue that okay, maybe there is someone uh, the, the the casual ordinary raw watcher. Maybe I don't know if Waki knows who Piper Niven is because he didn't a lot, but. Yeah, I agree with what you said. Um, really good thing. Uh, even the idea that they didn't have a name for her, that uh, Eva Marie is basically making her wrestle as a proxy for her, is uh, no, is one way to get buzz on it. Ikawaki, do you know who Piper Niven is? No, not. Uh, yeah, I read yeah. up on her prior. I read up on her prior. I saw the troll job coming though. I mean, when I found out that the punchline of Eva Marie's debut is uh, somebody else wrestling on her behalf, I mean, it totally made sense to me that they would uh, go that route. That being said, I mean, this is a regular complaint that uh, you guys make. They somehow forget the NXT experience or the NXT UK experience when they make their main roster debuts. I don't I don't get even from a perspective of someone that doesn't watch those shows. Uh, she would instantly gain more credibility in my eyes if you put over her stint in NXT UK. Even if I don't watch it, just knowing that she's a big name in the NXT NXT UK scene instantly makes me more invested in her. So kung sa boxing or MMA. A lot of these guys that come onto the scene and uh, get popular, you don't necessarily uh, know or you don't necessarily have had to watch every last single fight they've had prior. But when they break public consciousness for the first time, putting over their past experience, that in itself helps me get invested on uh, who this character is. So I agree. They should totally uh, not forget about the other universes that exist when uh, talents cross over. Nilang yun. Uh, if you're promoting WWE, diba? you're promoting Raw. Raw is your flagship show. If you mention NXT UK, di na plug yung NXT UK, diba? Oh, this is Piper Niven. She came from NXT UK. Boom! Plug NXT UK. So parang hindi ko mainti din ba di nila magawa yun. Sayang, missed opportunity siya for me. And on, on the other hand, sige, let's talk about the troll job. Let's dig into it a bit more. There's the obvious difference in body type, diba? Because Piper Niven is plus-sized compared to Eva Marina Malamodel, uh, big boobs, really, really hot, all that, stereotypically, conventionally attractive, right? So there's there's that visual to bring it in. And then there's the fact that si Piper Niven is must established wrestler, so she's going wrestle Eva Marie, and this girl can't even get her name announced when she squashes Naomi and beats a SmackDown Women's <laughs> Champion, diba? Parang the winner is Eva Marie, parang... Wow, you're re- now you're really pissed off at Eva Marie for doing all of this. So in a way, I guess it's good what they're doing here because they're able to piss me off. Yeah, um, eventually I can see this happening if they play their cards right. Eventually, uh, this will lead into an arc where Piper Niven or whatever her name is going to be after this will realize, oh, hey, she's being uh, exploited by Eva Marie. 
and she will eventually get a face push because everyone knows that she is actually the talented uh, wrestler behind Eva Marie. And for on that, uh, no, on that note, people will be cheering for her. She actually wrestles. So yeah, um, that's what I hope will happen. that is the best thing they can do for everyone involved in the story. I just hope that they're able to handle the body positivity issue with class because we all know that WWE hasn't exactly had a very good history with uh, treating body positivity on some in-camera storylines. Uh, Mickey James is a great example. Um, with Nia Jax, they, they were able to toe the line actually in 2018. So if, if it's more towards Nia Jax, then okay, um, I'm willing to see this out. So yeah. And, I just wanted to call out people. Speak. You already mentioned body positivity. Obviously, we all know that Piper Niven is plus size. We gotta speak on the people who are commenting about this. Fans who are not in shape commenting about the way Piper Niven looks. Come on, guys. What matters is she can wrestle. She can go in the ring. Men and conditioning. Uh, what does it matter what she looks? It's 2021. We have seen plus size. The same people are cheering for Samoa Joe. I don't get it. Oh, why Samoa Joe, why Kevin is, Owens. Right? Why is this still an issue? Um, does it does a female wrestler really have to be uh, uh, a model lookalike to be over to be taken seriously as a wrestler? Come on, guys. I hope you guys watching uh, us in the comments, listening to us on uh, Spotify or wherever. I hope that hindi ganito yung mindset nyo when it comes to someone like Piper Niven and Nia Jackson, whoever else. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, let's move on from Ron. Let's talk about Hell in a Cell because it's coming up on Monday, Manila time. And if you guys want to watch Hell in a Cell with us, you can still be part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon program. So uh, go over to patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast and you can sign up for as low as 250 pesos a month. We've got our live watch parties. Waki, you were there for the WrestleMania viewing party. Yeah, yeah I was. I was. I was actually looking for a double or nothing. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. uh, internet out of town. But yeah, uh, we, we're going to have one uh, for Hell in a Cell on Monday. You can join us. It'll be live Monday morning. So just uh, sign up over at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Okay, let's talk about these matches starting off with the last chance Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. It's Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley again. Let's start with Waki. Kasi kanina you were asking us backstage, ano ba tong last chance na to? So basically, kung natalo si Drew, he can never challenge Bobby Lashley ever again for the title. So who do you think will win given that stipulation? I didn't know about the last chance stipulation. I mean, it made sense that they would uh, collide in Hell in a Cell uh, given that they've been feuding over the belt over the past few months. Uh, that being said, they do need to separate from uh, one another. And I feel like uh, Bobby Lashley really needs that uh, decisive win uh, over Drew. Uh, Was WrestleMania not decisive enough? <laughs> well, I'm glad that Bobby had this moment. But again, you don't have to agree necessarily. But they made it a point to put over the fact that MVP sort of caused a distraction uh, leading up to the finish. Mm. For Backlash, naman, uh, it was Strowman who ate the pin. The last thing he did before crossing over to the other side was to uh, put over Bobby Lashley. So, Hell in a Cell used to mean something a lot more, uh, especially when it wasn't uh, booked as a pay-per-view. Ngayon kasi, alam mo na na may paparating na Hell in a Cell match and chances mm. are 
it's going to be uh, the titles that are going to be contested uh, within Hell in a Cell. Uh, that being said, I really hope that the same way that we have WrestleMania moments, we come to expect WrestleMania moments, despite the fact that we know that, all right, WrestleMania, we know that uh, something's going to happen. And that doesn't make the moment any less special. I really hope that uh, Hell in a Cell sort of recaptures that kind of magic, even if it's booked on a scheduled date. What do I mean? We've seen people become superstars through Hell in a Cell, or in the cases of guys that were established now, like Undertaker and Mankind. They shot through the roof even further uh, after going through Hell in a Cell. So I want to see something uh, like this happen for this coming Monday. I mean, Drew does need to step away from the title scene. It's been a good year that uh, he actually had the belt. And there was even uh, some consideration given to actually having him beat uh, Bobby during WrestleMania. So uh, this is going to be a common uh, sentiment I have across most of the matches. But uh, I really hope that this is going to be the kind of Hell in a Cell match where Bobby not only wins decisively and uh, carries the belt into SummerSlam, possibly against Brock Lesnar as an absolute badass, but uh, Drew needs to uh, look good in getting beat up and defeat. Like uh, Mick Foley, right? he was essentially did not put up a fight against Undertaker but still went over like a megastar after. So while this match is going to be more competitive, obviously, uh, I want Drew to put over Bobby Lashley while still looking like a badass in the process, in the way he takes his feeding. You go, Ro. Your right, thoughts uh, on before, Drew? Before my thoughts, I just want to say, yes, Jace, me head in a cell this Sunday. Surprise! Um... <laughs> Surprise then, we're not seeing the Julian, yes, the WWE Network, I'm pay per view, so it's totally legit if you will. Okay, my thoughts on whether Drew will win. I actually thought he would when they announced you last chance stipulation, but, and this is a huge but, Bobby Lashley lost clean in their six man tag last Monday. He ate. The Claymore, he ate the pin. And wrestling logic tells us that if you lose <laughs> on the go-home show, the you go will win show. the pay-per-view. And wrestling logic has not failed me yet. And uh, <laughs> I also want to I also want to uh, big up. I also want to highlight A.A. Ron's uh, point here because he says, Lashley will win because the angle between MVP and Kofi Kingston in which MVP is trying to recruit Kofi Kingston into the Hurt Business has to lead to something. Shamprick, it doesn't make sense if Lashley loses the championship. I, I think for July, July, June, July, uh, it has to be Kofi versus Lashley. Because Drew won the match a couple of weeks ago. Right, right. Uh, say what's up to ECW original Chili no, Willy in the comment section. What's up, brother? Thank you so much Good for joining us tonight. Are you, sir? I got I gotta put over my interview with Chili Willy. Please go watch uh, my interview with Chili Willy from a couple of Saturdays ago on his page, William Chili Willy Jones. Dave Meltzer gave it five stars, guys. So please go watch it. <laughs> yeah, my interview with Chili Willy was a few weeks prior to Rose, so it's uh, on the same page. We really dissected some promos over on that episode. So go check out both of our episodes. Sige, Waki, your question, then we're going to go to break. What does Drew do after this, though? 
Like he's been in the championship I, I do not for care. so long. Like, what does he do after? Oh, I don't care. He will be feuding with Jinder Mahal this summer. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's. I'm not joking. No, it is that, the, the no, plan. It makes sense. Yeah. So Jinder so, Mahal came back from injury a couple of weeks, a couple of uh, last month, I believe, and he hasn't been seen since. But uh, that is the tentative plan for Drew McIntyre this summer. Nasabi ko lang I don't care because a lot of people in the comments uh, section are saying that they hate babyface Drew McIntyre, and while I don't hate him, I have stopped caring for him because uh, one of the faults, I guess, or weaknesses of the main roster is they don't really know how to book the babyfaces. Lalina, if you're a big babyface, Braun Strowman is a big example. Drew McIntyre is a big example. John Cena, who's actually a big example, and Roman Reigns for the longest time, like before he uh, before his cancer came back, WWE didn't really know how to book him as a compelling babyface. So, major pattern siya, and Drew's the latest victim, sad to say. So, uh, we'll get to more of your predictions in a bit, but first we got to take another break and let you know about how your online shopping can help out the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast over on Lazada. All right, guys, maraming sales sa Lazada ngayon. So if you are thinking of getting everything you need in the hashtag Nasa Lazada yan, you can support our podcast in the process. All you got to do is use our special affiliate link. Type it on your browser before you add the cart and check out. The link is podlink.co slash EUL, podlink.co slash EUL. Portions of your purchases will help the podcast and help us do what we do. And now another break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Now hold on just a minute, playa. That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering how a few wrestling fans who put together a podcast for their love of wrestling have been able to collab with brands here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, well, the answer is simple. We use Podmetrics. So if you have a podcast, no matter what the size is, you can sign up now at podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot C-O. And use our referral code, WRESTLING2XPOD. All caps, one word. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G, the number two, the letter X, and the letters P-O-D. Again, WRESTLING2XPOD, all caps, one word. And hey, it's a great way to show support for the show as well. Now, if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, who are we to say no? You can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Okay, so shout out our uh, people on Kumu. Jace asks, "Kailangan ba itapon sa roof ng cell si MVP? Uh, the man's knees are shot. Let's not give that to him." Kyle asks, "Hindi niya mahanap yung podcast namin sa page ni Chili Willy. Just gotta go to William Chili Willy Jones. That is the page. I saw it there just now, so you should be able to find it." Uh, Oscar Miguel thirteen has just followed us. User nine two four five zero four six has just followed us. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in tonight and uh, you know joining us as we talk wrestling and predict hell in a cell before the show this monday manila time so yeah let's answer this question from julian really quickly he's asking have you guys ever listened back to the old podcast episodes like from the sgp days uh no i don't get no, to sir one i don't have the time two i do not have the desire to yeah <laughs> you, you guys can watch it and help boost our numbers but uh, i don't want to listen to it anymore because um, i don't want to dig up the past you know yeah. um 
you kind of create. I, I can. I cringe. I don't know about you guys, but I cringe at my old work. So I don't. Hey, wanna, Rocky, I do don't you wanna... cringe when you see yourself from PBB? I know a thing or two about cringing about old work. I mean, honestly, it's not the fact that I cringe about my old work. It's the fact that the stench stays with you. Uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, it's affected me professionally. It's affected me personally. And while I've learned to take it in jest over the years, it can be annoying. Ha? Na parang, for example, when you're applying for a job and you want to be present your best self, you want to present your skills, and the first thing they ask you about is that. So that's kind of where it becomes annoying. Uh, I accept <laughs> it as a part of my past. I mean, obviously, it's a very, very fun talk point, and I will embrace the heel. I mean, that's the best way around it. I mean, Roman Reigns acknowledged me. I mean, that's the best <laughs> way through a heel persona. You just gotta embrace it. I mean, don't you think I've tried to put up the nice guy uh, persona throughout these years? I mean, it Uy, doesn't you put a post for a public service, mo. You nice oh, guy. I am an honorable guy, but I am a heel by heart. Like, I am a heel, but fine, Roman cheats. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I, no, we, we get know what you mean. Done. I get it. I get it done cleanly. I get it we, done we cleanly. Get it. Wait, wait, so, wait, I got a shout. I got a, wait, sorry, sorry. I got a shout out this guy on Kumu. He says in all caps, the Oscar Miguel 13, in all caps, oh my, been looking for a wrestling stream for a long time. Thank you. You have found us. We are your rest, weekly wrestling stream every Thursday, 7 p.m. and sometimes on Tuesday, 8 p.m. So, Yon, thank you for finding us and we look forward to having you join our discussion every week. Yeah, um, actually, Oscar, since you just found us, you can back listen to our older interviews on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Just look for us on Spotify. We've had guests from the international wrestling scene, people like TJP, Jeff Cobb, Robbie Eagles, Thunder Rosa, uh, Marty the Moth Martinez from Lucha Underground, Zayda Zhang, from, uh, formerly from NXT. So, sobrang dami. Uh, you can go check out the older episodes. Please listen to them because we... Will not. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the rest of our Hell in a Cell predictions. Raw Women's Championship. Let's uh, talk about this one. Rhea Ripley God. versus Charlotte Flair. Is this going to be in a Hell in a Cell match? No, thankfully no, 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 not. No, no. Charlotte, though, because they've been building it up so much. Sobrang sayang ni Rhea though. Like if she drops it this quickly, they they never really booked her to be strong. They never really booked her to be smart either, as you know, evidenced by the Nikki Cross shenanigans for the last month. Parang sobrang sayang itong championship reign. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I I have also lost my interest for it. Um, Sana Rhea retains, but my big guess is Charlotte wins. Waki, ito, question for you: Are you one of those na gusto magpaapa kay Rhea Ripley? <laughs> that said, Best do you think she'll do you think she'll retain the title on Monday? A lot of the logic from the Bobby uh, and Drew match will apply here in terms of uh, what I want to see. Uh, of course, you can never fully count out Charlotte freaking Flair. Uh, as long as she's in a match, there's a real possibility that uh, she wins. But this dates back all the way uh, WrestleMania last year. Diba? One of the bigger booking 
missteps was uh, having Charlotte go over Rhea for the NXT belt, right? So this is their chance to correct that mistake. I saw their match at Backlash. Uh, yeah, Charlotte was involved, but even then it was Asuka that ate the pin. So in terms of uh, wishful thinking, I really hope that uh, Rhea goes over cleanly. I mean, again, that's it, this is the queen, so there's going to be some sort of shenanigans involved. Uh, but the last time uh, the queen took a beating, at least the last time I remember the queen took a beating, the man was born. So by that same logic, uh, if Charlotte, win or lose, is uh, willing to go through a beating, whether during the match or after the match, uh, I just hope it elevates uh, Rhea Ripley. That's uh, all I can ask for. Because we can't. We can't fully 100% bet that uh, Charlotte won't win. So yun na lang yung pinapangarap ko na sana we can replicate some of the magic that happened when uh, Becky beat up Charlotte. Let's get to this comment from Jackie who says, The sad thing kasi is parang wala nang ibang pwedeng ihirap kay Rhea sa women's roster. Sigh. Actually... They had somebody on the roster. Her name was Peyton Royce. And now she's writing out her 90-day no-compete clause. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was oh, part well. of the latest batch. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Uh, this is depressing. SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. I am predicting this for, uh, for another star-making performance for Bianca just because they need to legitimize her. But they gave Sasha to her, then now they gave Bailey to her. Feeling it's, it, it, it's Bianca's parent. Uh, saying hey really quick to Sheena Joy Atienza who predicted Bobby to win uh, in the men's Hell in a Cell match for the uh, for the for the WWE Championship. So thank you for your prediction and thank you the Spinius Jane eight eight seven three five zero for your halo halo and your follow. Um, I agree. Um, no other choice here but to go Bianca because this is the culmination of what happened last month at Backlash. Na medyo iffy yung pagkapanalo, so I think this is going to be way more decisive than it was last week. Igawaki, same prediction? I agree, yeah. Bianca needs to go over. and But I just have to say, uh, as a fan, uh, the evolution of uh, Bailey's character work throughout the years, from the hugger to whatever the hell she is now, is uh, one of the more fun arcs and one of the more fun evolutions I've seen uh, with any superstar in recent memory. You know what I think Bailey is? I think she's your annoying tita. She is. <laughs> Yes, uh, like she's her annoying tita, na walang sense of tact, diba? She'll just say whatever the hell she wants. That that's basically Bailey. So yeah, I, I mean she's kind of in that age, not in a man, but early thirties. So makes sense. Okay, second to the last on the card, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. This is really weird. It's getting really really weird, and I don't like how we're here. <laughs> Uh, Alexa, siyempre, kasi siya yung supernatural eh. Siya yung, ano eh, mangkukulam, diba? So yun na yun. Paano matatalo ni Shayna yun? <laughs> diba? Paano matatalo ni Shayna yung kulam powers niya? Waki, any thoughts since you and Shayna Baszler do participate in the same sport? Diba sabi ko nga kanina, parang I've been catching up with a lot of the content uh, in recent weeks. So medyo bago din sa akin yung mga ibang matches ni Alexa. Like for example, her match with uh, Randy where she literally made like the set collapse. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Pa siya nun. So diba, parang, how do you how do you beat that? Diba? How, how do you, and then 
etong last draw na to, di ba? May sequence pa na si Shayna nagtatago tapos hinahabol siya ng manika. Uh, I'm hoping they... I mean, since we've already gone through the whole segment, I mean, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, they can do some sort of cinematic match in a way. I mean, we're here anyway. I mean, of course, the likelier uh, outcome for it would be a wrestling match with some supernatural effects. But uh, now that we're at it anyway, ako, given how the last segment on Raw played out between them, uh, wishful thinking would be some sort of cinematic match with all of the horrors and smokes and mirrors. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. I think that's the way they can maximize it. Ang gusto ko lang is hindi masaktan si Alexa Bliss because we know na may injury history siya. And Shayna Baszler, um, I'm not saying that she's not safe. It's just that she's really, really physical. So I am scared right. for Alexa Bliss. Yun lang. I'm, I'm just really scared for her health. I don't want her to get hurt because she's precious. I don't, I don't think she's going to get any um, any physical MMA-style offense in. Because that's it. She's going to si Alexa Bliss. And I think we're going to see a lot more um, you know, movie magic shenanigans than anything at this point. Yeah, last few weeks, they also did it in Thunderdome, right? They did it. Okay, uh, let's go to the to what I hope is the main event of Hell in a Cell, and it's Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio in a Hell in a Cell match. My question is, will Dominic get yeeted off the cell in this match? <laughs> no, I think the 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 yeeting the yeetening that happened last Friday was enough. Saying hey to Tito Diego, by the way, in the comments. Can't wait for your new stuff. Anyway, uh, Tito Uncle. Yes, exactly. Tito Uncle. Anyway, yeah, it should be fun. Pero siempre, uh, there is no way Ray is taking the title of the Tribal Chief. Yeah, um, I, I don't think that Ray is going to win, but it's a fun little feud. And normally we complain about these fun little feuds, but not this one. Because in what two weeks, they were able to make a compelling story out of this. Way more compelling than Drew versus Bobby, which has been going on since late February. Ikawaki, what do you think about this? It's a, it's a very new story, and it's somehow the most exciting one heading into Monday. Last I heard, uh, it was the father and son combo uh, dueling with the brothers, right? And even the brothers and Roman have their own uh, strife go- going. So there's a lot of intertwining storylines happening. So yeah, I mean, I was also pretty shocked in a good way that they booked Ray this quickly. But somehow the way that the story's been written over the past few weeks, it makes sense to uh, have someone come in this late, which uh, I think on a larger scale actually makes sense because there is not a lot of people that uh, you can realistically uh, book against Roman Reigns right now and make him look like a threat. He just did WrestleMania. He beat Cesaro cleanly, may I add. So for a rivalry or for a match with Roman Reigns to uh, make sense, it'll make sense to uh, probably draw out the story first before the opponent is named versus the traditional uh, format where you have a number one contenders match and then whoever that is uh, challenges the champion. Right now, there are no uh, credible challengers. So the way that they brought this in absolutely makes sense in the grand scheme of how the whole story is going. Yeah, uh, I'm 
ano no, uh, very personal yung dating nitong rivalry na to, which is why I think na it justifies the use of the cell. It's one of those uh, situations where SmackDown has managed to once again write something compelling given the limited resources. But they have less time. They're on Friday night when most of us are thinking about the weekend and all that. So I really hope na sina Roman and Rey main event. Joseph, I'm not sure if they are the main event. I, I'm manifesting na sila magin main event because I care about this more than Drew versus Bobby, sadly. He went on first last year though against his cousin. He went uh, on first. Yeah, yeah. It was Randy and Drew. Uh, Let's close the show. Event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yon. Uh, those are our predictions for Hell in a Cell. Rowan is asking in the comment section. Ano palang nangyari sa IC title scene? Uh, SmackDown right. this Friday features Apollo Crews tagging with Commander Aziz. So in ring debut ni Aziz versus Kevin Owens and uh, Big E. So, so yun, the title apat pa rin. Yeah, silang apat pa rin basically with Sami Zayn hovering in the background somewhere because hindi pa rin siya tapos with KO. So yun, walang nagbago. Y- uh, yun yung parang flaw ni SmackDown ngayon na in a way they're kind of mimicking Raw na same matchups over and over pero somehow the Roman Reigns story just saves it all. And I yep. don't know why. It's just that good. Right? May so there. Uh, those are our predictions for Hell in a Cell. Let us know what you think in the comment section. Hit us up on Twitter as usual and on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Let's keep the conversation going. We're actually not done because we've got TBT. Don't think we forgot about that. Throwback Thursday for this week at Dial Hell in a Cell. We're going to talk about our best or favorite Hell in a Cell matches. So let's start with Waki because you're the veteran among us here. Ikaw yung mas matagal lang nanonood ng wrestling. And I know that you have a special love for Hell in a Cell because of how it has really impacted the careers of some of your favorites of all time. This is hard. I mean, wow. I mean, I thought that uh, I would at least be able to narrow it down to like three choices. But going through every Hell in a Cell I've seen before, and yun nga eh, uh, this was a point in time when booking the cell really meant something. It was either a blow off to like a big feud. You know, you're matches na pwede gawin. Na kayo. Hell in a cell natin. So wow, you, you guys go first. I'm gonna have to think, think this one through. No, I don't want to go first because uh I felt like the pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, really washed away the uniqueness and the specialness of Hell in a Cell. So I don't really think much of Hell in a Cell right now. So, you know, I don't have favorite Hell in a Cell moments. So I don't know what to say, really. (laughs) I'll I'll go. I'll go. go, go, Um, go, go, For me, probably the first Hell in a Cell match that I watched. So 2004, way after the time of Undertaker and Mankind. Uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. That was yeah. good. That was good. Triple H on Michaels 2004. Because I'm a new fan, palang ako, so I'm super familiar with the history of Triple H and Shawn Michaels. But it was a literal blood feud where both men were super bloody coming out of the cell. And it really made a 14-year-old me think, now, wow, the cell is super dangerous. put over And it didn't happen every year at the time. So for me, right. wow, Hell in a Cell, super special. Nito. And I didn't really feel that specialness again until 2017. When tag teams were in Hell in a Cell, so New Day versus the Usos, yun yung favorite ko of the modern era. Kasi sobrang car crash lang talaga inside the cell. Na may psychology then because of the story that all of them had, and then it really legitimized them all. And then they all came out looking great afterwards. I don't even remember who won. I just remember it happened and it was great. 
I don't know. May, may sagot ako, I think for a, a cell match that I like, Sasha versus Bailey, that was a really good match. Because uh, Sasha was, I know. Last year. Last year, yes, last year. Last year, yeah. Women proved that they can uh, do good Hell in a Cell matches, and it was groundbreaking for them. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so we're doing one modern era and one from like uh, the earlier days. Right? Kabala, kabala. Uh, I'm going to accept Undertaker versus Triple H because that's uh, too easy of an answer. Wow, this is hard. Can I toss up between like a tie na lang? I'm sorry. Yeah, just, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm not here every day. So, let <laughs> From the old for from the olden times, olden talaga you know, 2010 backwards. I would have to go with either Undertaker versus Randy Orton or uh, Triple H versus Batista. Actually, in Triple H versus Batista, it follows the same narrative as uh, Bobby and Drew right now. Maliban dun sa face and uh, heel dynamic. At that time, Batista beat Triple H cleanly for yeah. uh, the championship, right? Defended it once at yeah. Backlash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Triple H, being Triple H, just kept rebooking himself back. And this was coming from uh, the previous 2003 that was Reign of Terror si Ulul, diba? So parang, yeah. it was hard to see him out of the title picture for uh, too long. And that Batista win, while it didn't completely put out Triple H out of relevancy. Uh, it really did a good job of planting him firmly na I'm here to stay and uh, Hunter's not gonna be in the title picture for a while. Undertaker Randy Orton, another WrestleMania 2 Hell in a Cell narrative. This was the time that uh, Orton uh, challenged Taker for his streak and at that time, I think si Orton came the closest to realistically beating The Undertaker at the time. And then I think Randy's dad got involved pa. Yeah. Uh, yes, Cowboy yes, Bob. They actually burned each other. Uh, <laughs> I remember they burned each other in a handicap casket match. Kaya it made sense that the next one was Hell in a Cell. So you know what I mean? You burned each other. I mean, you're out of, you know, violent things to do to one another. So again, the it's... The logic that comes into why I like I pick these matches is really uh, the story building up to when they actually use it. I don't even remember much of the match either. Maybe some key spots, but oh, yeah. uh, the bigger takeaway talaga is that it felt like a big blow off of a feud that started all the way back from uh, WrestleMania. For the modern era, naman, uh, I would have to agree. Anything naman that the Usos and the New Day touch, kahit give them a bucket and a pail to work with, they were going to make that match look good. So I agree that uh, Tag Team Hell in a Cell is right up there in terms of my uh, favorites from the modern era. Since we talked a lot about the Tribal Chief, I guess I have to acknowledge, uh, pun intended, uh, the match last year. Yeah, that was, was really good. That, yeah, the, he just came back and like he put out his own cousin to establish that I will shit on my own blood and my own family to affirm my place as the tribal chief, as the head of the table. And uh, this was the time that he just recently came back. So while we were warming up, to who he was, the persona that uh, we all love now. 
it was really those two matches with uh, his cousin. The uh, Night of Champions match. And then this one was Hell in a Cell with I Quit. So, yeah. I mean, Hell in a Cell wasn't nasty enough. By I Quit pa. So, mm. and then even the dynamic after na he felt like he was so confused only to choke out uh, Jimmy in the end to make Jay quit. That was good stuff. That was yes. good storytelling. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, I have to acknowledge that match. Sorry, apat yung sinagot ko. Sinulit ko eh. Let us know in the comment section what your favorite Hell in a Cell match marami. or moment is. Yeah. Uh, marami, si marami. Rowan, sabi niya, favorite Hell in a Cell moment was the finish of CM Punk versus John Cena versus Alberto Del Rio where Awesome Truth right. got arrested. So yes, that actually uh, Yeah, happened. I remember that one. I remember that one. Si Kyle, uh, uh, he liked uh, Randy Orton versus The Undertaker from Armageddon 05. Mm-hmm. Bruce likes Sheamus versus Randy Orton from 2010. That was a good 11 years ago. Wow. Uh, Triple H versus The Undertaker. For Isaiah Reyes' pick uh, with Shawn Michaels as the guest referee. WrestleMania 28. Yeah, 420. I was going to go with that, but that was too easy of an answer to give. So I dug deeper. Uh, see, uh, Uncle Al uh, says New Day versus Usos. Aaron also says uh, New Day versus Usos. Yeah. Uh, any others on Miguel? Yeah, mm-hmm. man, man. Oscar Miguel says Triple H versus The Undertaker. Uh, Scumageddon, our good friend Scumageddon here, hey. says uh, Taker versus HBK. Uh, I want to change time. my not, answer. No, no, not first time. Not first time. The one where Kane debuted. Uh, Jace Bad blood, yeah. says Taker versus Edge. Neither WrestleMania, right? No, I am sur- again, mention all of the answers they mentioned. I'm surprised to not hear one specific one. Atoy, yeah. Armageddon, Hell in a Cell. Yung ba yung no, 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 no. That was <laughs> about Undertaker I, Mankind. Star power-wise, the Armageddon tw- 2001 was good. But one answer I'm surprised I didn't hear was Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, No Mercy 2002. That really put Brock over too. He had a fast rise that year. I remember he beat The Rock. Uh, but it wasn't until that match with Undertaker came in with a broken cast. Uh, with a broken hand, so he had a cast in his hand, and yeah, I think that really uh, cemented Brock at that time uh, as the I was gonna say tribal chief, but as the next big thing. Yeah, no time yeah. Na yeah, I'm surprised right, no one right. mentioned that. That was good. That was good. So that's pre ruthless aggression era, de ba? Or para pa sa during oh, 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 So I didn't really start watching wrestling until 04. So hindi ko na siya yung American Badass era ni Undertaker. And you'd be surprised that a lot of our, our listeners are, are kind of ruthless aggression era kids then. So uh, people like yourself, Waki, or like Chino na mas attitude era yung kinalakhan are kind of in the minority in our listener base. I don't know why. It, <laughs> It just is. There weren't a lot of attitude era Hell in a Cell matches anyway. So that's the uh, thing. That's how rarely they brought them out. Uh, yeah, Undertaker, Mankind, obviously. Uh, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. It wasn't brought out a lot. Triple H and Mick Foley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't brought out a lot. So uh, I'm not surprised to not hear a lot of attitude era answers for Hell in a Cell because there weren't a lot of them booked at that time. And then now you get Jake. to a year. Yay. Yep. Yeah, Jake. exactly. That's why I wanted it to you know, recapture that same magic. I know it's uh it's a pay-per-view event, so you kind of know what to expect already. But uh I hope it regains the star 
power making, the star making ability it's had from yesteryear. I mean, I'm not doubting the matches are going to be good, but the way it was able to launch people's careers from uh, earlier years, sana ma-recapture nung Helena Cell yung magic tayon. Not just for this year, pero for all of the years to come. All right. No, no, I was just gonna say Jay says on Kumu, Waki Mendoza is a man of culture. That he is. That he is. <laughs> uh, I, I was just gonna say it, what Waki said na no na how how does Helena Cell regain yung status na yon? Make us miss it. Like, like uh, how I want to miss Drew McIntyre. Take Drew off my TV for a while. Take Helena Cell away from the calendar for a while, for like five years. Make me miss it. And then when it comes back, it'll be a big deal again. Yun lang, yun lang yung dun. All right, that, that's basically it for Throwback Thursday. Let's get our picks of the week before we wrap the show up. Uh, Waki, since you're the guest for this week, do you want to go first? I haven't said anything for this week, technically. But I'm going to have to go with a Fatal 5-Way uh, okay. from NXT TakeOver. Oh, that's from uh, this week. Yeah, was that from this week? Yes. <laughs> I have lost count of the days <laughs> and the weeks. But yeah, uh, this showcased a lot of the talent. Again, coming from uh, somebody nga that hasn't been able to tune in as much as I could. Uh, to see a lot of that talent, sila Kylo Riley, sila Adam Cole, sila Johnny, G- Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne. Uh, all compete at the same time and uh, everybody got their chance to shine. Uh, I mean, carry on. I, I think the intent of the match at the end of the day was to really put, off, put over carry on as a badass. And uh, for most part, he was tossing people around. But even during the other times that the smaller competitors uh, had to work with, uh, they were able to uh, maximize their time. And uh, it was just... Uh, Really, really well-paced match. And again, uh, coming from someone that uh, doesn't see the product every day, uh, it's nice to see. Kumbaga, sa NBA All-Star Game to sa akin eh. It's nice to see that much talent uh, contesting for the biggest prize of the brand. All right. Um, I'll go next. My pick is the NXT UK main event from last week. Mako Satomura versus Kaylee Ray for the women's championship. Grabe. Uh, it, it's a really, really good match. Full stop. And uh, while I'm sad that KLR is no longer the forever champion, I'm really happy ha- with how having a new champion in Mako Satomura opens up the women's division. So now you have all these heels who can come up and challenge her legit. Like, I don't mind seeing Ginny come up again and challenge for the women's title. See, Amel is there lurking. Uh, they also have mga younger baby faces that haven't really been in the main event for, for a while. Uh, people like Emilia McKenzie, Saya Brookside. So I, I want to see these feuds expand. Aoife Valkyrie, but there's a storyline with, uh, no, with um, Meiko Satomura. So I'm, I'm really excited for this. Really, really good stuff from NXT UK. So please watch it. If you have the network, if you have extra time, I'm advocating for this as well. Okay, my pick of the week is from this week's NXT, uh, not from TakeOver. Guys, the main event, Tommaso Ciampa and Toothless Timmy versus Grizzled Young Veterans. Really good Tornado Tag Match. Go watch it. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun beating up uh, four people in the ring. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, before we get out of here, any uh, any plugs from you, Waki? Uh, are we gonna catch you in a different stream soon? My reunion, banang OG PBB teens. <laughs> you know what? We've been oh, we did it. We did it last year. Uh, I don't know why we weren't able to do it this year, but uh, I think they do plan to have one and actually uh, stream it this time. Because the one we did last year was like 
a personal call lang that uh, nobody was uh, nobody except us was there. So I don't know how that's gonna affect the dynamics. Obviously, if it goes live, uh, I mean, I'm expecting to be grilled as always. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I've just I don't know which specific stream to plug, but uh, throughout the course of the pandemic, I've really found myself in a similar position uh, as I am now. Na uh, some other stream invites me to come in, and obviously, it's a totally different topic there. And it's the pandemic, and I just want to be generous generous with my time with my ideas uh with my thoughts so i'm a pretty easy man to find nowadays jumping from stream to stream all right all right and if people want to uh hit you up on social media are you on twitter on instagram where can people find you i am on wacky mendoza i think a lot of the community naman is my friend ne. But on Instagram, I am keep underscore walkin. J O A Q U I N. It used to be deadman underscore walkin. As in deadman walkin. Pero parang parang masadong negative. And di ba thirty years old na ako? Isipin nila grow up naman. So I mean, too edgy. Underscore walkin. Yeah, yeah. Dude, my childhood email was death underscore sentence nine one three at yahoo. Halatang halatang galing sa wrestling kahit papano yung ano yung reference. Death underscore sentence nine one three. It is my Facebook login. Like, I, obviously, I don't use it anymore for corporate stuff. But, dude, it is alive. It is alive. Okay, send your hate mail over there. Ayun ang papadala natin dyan. Who's gonna hate me? Acknowledge me! Okay. Uh, Ro, can we catch you anywhere this week? Uh, wala naman, wala naman. I already plugged the Chili Willy interview, so nothing new from my end uh, at the moment. So, yun. For now, uh, please uh, do check out smartkenry.com for your wrestling news and reviews. And of course, the Patreon program where you can catch our uh, viewing party on Monday for Hell in a Cell. Patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. I will be there. I will Yo. see you guys there. All right. I will see you guys there. One last plug before we get out of here. Check out our Shopee affiliate link. If you are uh, going to do your online shopping, please don't forget to click on this code. It is tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Uh, please hit up Chino at Chino Supersize. Let him know that you miss him. He will be back very, very soon. And a uh, big thanks to Babyface producer Nikai and Sola for manning the controls. Thank you to everybody who joined us uh, from all over the world. People like Martin in Brazil, Kenneth in Canada. Thank you so much for joining us and for keeping us with you, being part of your wrestling diet. You can hit us up on Twitter and TikTok at Wrestling2XPod, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. On behalf of our guest for this week, Waki Mendoza and Romoran, my name is Stan C saying thank you very much. Stay safe, mask up, register to vote, and get those vaccines. Peace out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 